Welcome to the Kennedy Report. I'm Kennedy Hall. The Bishop Vigano and Father Altman situation. Was this predicted by Our Lady? Now, I'm sure you're aware, but at the off chance that you're not, Bishop Vigano and Father Altman have been a lightning rod of conversation in the Catholic world over the last little while. In 2018, Bishop Vigano came out with damning information about the abuses covered up by certain prelates in the church. And he has since been something like a voice crying out in the wilderness. He is currently at an undisclosed location because, well, he has seen what lies in the closet of the Vatican and he chooses to stay a little bit in the shadows. He has released a number of impressive letters and has been a harsh critic of Pope Francis and some of his initiatives and other members of the hierarchy. Father Altman burst onto the scene last fall after a sermon of his that went viral. Here's a short clip of it. Guess who was just a premier speaker at the Democratic National Convention? None other than the hyper-confusion-spreading heretic James Martin S.J. Well, I guess it's oh, I guess it's okay for James Martin to spout off for the Democrats on their national stage, but God forbid a priest speak out against their godless platform. But here's a memo to clueless baptized Catholics out there. You cannot be Catholic and be a Democrat, period. Their party platform absolutely is against everything the Catholic Church teaches. So just quit pretending that you're Catholic and vote Democrat. Repent of your support of that party and its platform or face the fires of hell. Yes, Virginia, there is a hell. There's a, a well-known cleric who seems to be putting out there that, oh, hell is an empty place. Sorry, buddy. It's not what Jesus said. Jesus said many are going to choose that broad road to destruction. Only a few are going to choose the narrow, very difficult road to the narrow gate to heaven. There will be 60 million and counting aborted babies standing at the gates of heaven barring your Democrat entrance. And nothing you can say will ever excuse you for your direct or indirect support of that diabolical agenda here in the end. It's too bad there's so many gutless cowards in the clergy who refuse to speak up and speak out on that truth and make it crystal clear there should be no confusion among any Catholic. As you can see, Father Altman speaks God's honest truth. He preaches fire from the pulpit. Millions have listened to his sermons, but he has recently come under fire from his bishop, and he has been silenced, and his faculties have been removed. It's a sad affair, as he is one of the most courageous priests that we have. Heretic, Father James Martin, goes around gallivanting around and saying whatever he pleases, but of course it's Father Altman that is punished. Well, I believe Our Lady, in a series of apparitions, has told us exactly how this would play out. We're going to go over that in a second. Before I continue, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Visit the website, which is linked in the description. Click the notification bell to get the live broadcast. And if you could, please consider a donation. Well, regarding the state of the priesthood and the fact that we have famous heretic priests who can go without any impunity, while at the same time we have men like Father Altman who are being persecuted, we can actually look back to Our Lady of Good Success. We did a more in-depth video of this apparition. We can link that in the description. But we're going to pull just a few important pieces of that series of apparitions, and we're going to go through those right now. So I'm going to read some quotes from Our Lady, and we're going to talk about how these relate to what's going on with the Father Altman situation. The first quote, The Masonic and other secret sects 
would have so much influence on society and even the church. During these unfortunate times, Our Lady foretold, evil will invade childhood innocence. In this way, vocations to the priesthood will be lost, resulting in a true calamity. In fact, you can watch a recent interview that Father Altman did. I can't remember where I saw it, but he talked about how when he was trying to find a seminary to go to, it was so difficult because the seminaries themselves had been so corrupted. And this only makes sense when you think about the sort of uh, way that children are being raised. I was listening to a podcast talking about the Diocese of Chicago. So Chicago has millions of Catholics in the area. And I believe they've only graduated like two seminarians last year or something. These things are unheard of. We've seen an attack on the priesthood, and it started with taking away the innocence of our children. Because if children go through this education process, and they come out there on the other side, both no longer innocence in a sense of chastity, but also no longer innocence in a sense of what they understand about what's good, true, and beautiful, then they're, of course, not going to enter the seminary. Our Lady continues in a different place. And she says, The secular clergy will leave much to be desired, because priests will become careless in their sacred duties. Lacking the divine compass, they will stray from the road traced by God for the priestly ministry, and they will become attached to wealth and riches, which they will unduly strive to attain. How the church will suffer during this dark night, lacking a prelate and a father to guide them. Many priests will lose their spirit, placing their souls in great danger. End quote. A couple things I want to illuminate there. She says, lacking the divine compass. Often you'll hear people talk about something called a Catholic sense. You don't have to be a master's student, and in fact, being a master's student in theology might be a bad thing nowadays, depending on the school you go to. You have a Catholic sense. You know what's right, you know what's wrong. Priests who are faithful can know the same thing. Those that don't stray from this path that God has laid out for them. And... Our Lady also says that they become attached to wealth and riches. Look at the Ted McCarrick scandal with the whole cover-up of all the abuse and things. If you follow that, you find that there is a paper trail of hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars that come by way of donations from politicians and so forth. This is what happened to Judas. It's the allure of money. Not just with the passion when he sells Christ out, but earlier in the gospel you see him sort of saying, oh, we can't give that money away, you know, it's for something else. Being attached to riches is something that will bring down priests whenever they get attached to it. And she also says, lacking a prelate and a father to guide them. She's speaking about the hierarchy. Our Lady is talking about a time when there would be a lack of leadership, perhaps in the Pope. So when people criticize what's going on in Rome, they're not being dissident. I mean, they could be if they do it in a certain way. They're not being malcontents. They're saying things that Our Lady has expressed to us in the past. Another thing that Our Lady says, she says, The devil will try to persecute the ministers of the Lord in every possible way. He will labor with cruel and subtle astuteness to deviate them from the spirit of their vocation and will corrupt many of them. These depraved priests who will scandalize the Christian people will make the hatred of bad Catholics and the enemies of the Roman Catholic and Apostolic Church fall upon priests. This apparent triumph of Satan will bring enormous suffering to the good pastors of the church. In this supreme moment of need in the church, the one who should speak will fall silent. End quote. Again, Our Lady is making it very clear that the ministers of the Lord, the priests of Jesus Christ, will be persecuted by the devil in every possible way. 
that can include being persecuted even within the church. We also see that she says these depraved priests, again, this is Our Lady talking. So if somebody says to you, you're a bad Catholic, if you go out and say there are problems in Rome, well, you're going to have to level that accusation at Our Lady, and I really hope that you don't do that. She also says this apparent triumph of Satan will bring enormous suffering to the church. So we can get to a point where we can be in a situation, like Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre said, where it looks like Rome has lost the faith because Our Lady has warned us about these exact things. Furthermore, she mentions that in this moment of darkness, the one who should speak will fall silent. Well, specifically in this situation with Father Altman, Father Altman is speaking God's honest truth, and the one who should speak is silent. The lady continues in another place in these apparitions, and it's a series that goes over years, so I'm just picking certain parts that are relevant. She says, against them, the priests, the impious will rage a cruel war, overwhelming them with vituperations, calumnies, and vexations in order to stop them from fulfilling their ministry. I'm going to stop there for a sec. What does that sound like? It sounds like cancel culture. You come out and you speak God's honest truth, like a man like Father Altman, and he has millions of views on his wonderful sermons, and he is essentially attacked by an onslaught of cancel culture. She continues, but they, like firm columns, will remain unswerving and will confront everything with a spirit of humility. Please pray for Father Altman and other priests like him, because they are like firm columns standing against this onslaught of what Our Lady says in different ways, but today we would call that something like cancel culture. Now, I think the situation for good priests and the presence of bad priests is pretty obvious. And in my opinion, we are seeing exactly this sort of thing happen to men like Father Altman, persecuted and reviled for speaking the truth. And there are uh, hundreds of priests who are coming out now. I think there's actually a coalition that's helping what they're calling canceled priests, so look into that. But these priests are firm columns against the tide of heresy and sacrilege. But they're hated nonetheless, even from within the church. Again, bad priests operate publicly and their faculties are almost never removed. Now, what about the conflict within the church when we hear about bishops against bishops and cardinals against cardinals? Well, if you've been paying attention, you know that this is the case. Good bishops and cardinals are often isolated or scorned. Sometimes they're sent off to the proverbial Siberia to not really be around the faithful. In fact, one of the best bishops in Canada, I've actually met him in person, I don't know if he's still there, but he was a bishop up in the Northwest Territories, and his diocese was the size of two or three European countries put together. He was an excellent bishop, but that's why he was sent there. Well, this situation, too, was prophesied by Our Lady. Our Lady appeared more recently, in the 1970s, to Sister Sasagawa in Japan. This is the apparition of Our Lady of Akita, or Akita, depending how you pronounce it. On October 13, 1973, the very anniversary of the miracle of the son of Fatima, Our Lady appeared at Akita, Japan, to warn of a double chastisement of the church and of the whole world. The apparition at Akita was approved as authentic, and after lengthy investigation, it went through the proper channels. It was approved by the local bishop, which is who has the authority to approve these sorts of things. The former Cardinal Ratzinger, who became Pope Benedict XVI, now Pope Emeritus Benedict, has described the message of Akita as, quote, essentially the same as the message of Fatima. Here is what Our Lady said to Sister Sasagawa at Akita. She said, 
Quote, as I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all of humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the deluge, such as one will never have been seen before. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priests nor faithful. The survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. The only arms which will remain for you will be the rosary and the sign left by my son. Each day, recite the prayers of the rosary with the rosary. Pray for the Pope and bishops and priests. End quote. That is quite, uh, well, that is quite the apparition. Let's just put it that way. There's more. She says, the work of the devil will infiltrate even into the church in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals and bishops against other bishops. The priests who venerate me, Our Lady, will be scorned and opposed by their confreres, which are other priests. Churches and altars will be sacked. The church will be full of those who accept compromises. And the demon will press many priests and consecrated souls to leave the service of our Lord. The demon will rage especially against souls consecrated to God. The thought of the loss of so many souls is the cause of my sadness. If sins increase in number and gravity, there will be no longer any pardon for them. End quote. Well, let's take a minute there. Those are some very, very strong words. I have heard many interpretations of this. Obviously, there's an aspect where it seems like some sort of actual international calamity could befall us. Uh, But there's also another level where when we say there's a punishment worse than the deluge, well... As I said in another video, St. John Eudes once told us that uh, the worst punishment that could befall mankind would be bad priests. So we seem to be living through something like that today. Now, let's consider a couple of the key messages here and how Bishop Vigano and Father Altman fit this criteria. The one part, I'll quote it here, it says, The work of the devil will infiltrate into even the church in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals and bishops against other bishops. This is exactly what has happened with Bishop Vigano and happened with other bishops like Marcel Lefebvre in the past. It's hard to find a bishop or cardinal who will say something nice about Archbishop Vigano, even though he is speaking God's honest truth. Those who support him by, for example, signing on to documents that he's putting out, they are few. And in some cases, there are even retractions from these, as I believe we saw with Cardinal Seurat, where he asked for his name essentially be taken off from a document that Bishop Vigano was going to be putting out. Our Lady also said, quote, The priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by their confreres, which are other priests. Well, this is exactly what has happened to Father Altman and is still happening to this day. And to be honest, all of this has already happened before to numerous priests and bishops, as I've said, most notably in the Society of St. Pius X, starting with Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre. There are countless stories of diocesan seminarians having to hide rosary devotion in seminary just to make it through. Talk about being scorned by confreres for venerating the Blessed Mother. In fact, things are so absurd in some places. I was at a parish one time that had the traditional Latin Mass. This parish was being used by a Latin Mass community for the Mass, and I remember walking out into the narthex on my way out of the building after Mass, and I saw something on the bulletin. And the priests who run the parish who were not doing the traditional Mass, they were just letting the the community use it, there was a, a notice or an advertisement for 
Eco Jazz Vespers. I'll repeat that. Eco Jazz Vespers. You heard me right. Vespers about ecology or the environment using jazz instruments and done in a Catholic church. So somehow that's hunky-dory and the bishop has no problem. But when it comes to priests like Father Altman and bishops like Bishop Vigano, well, not the same case. Bishop Vigano and Father Altman have been vocal in their criticism of what has happened since the Second Vatican Council, namely the desecration of the liturgy. Well, this sounds a lot like when Our Lady says, churches and altars will be sacked. Now, I think the following part is especially relevant. She says, the church will be full of those who accept compromises and the demon will press many priests and consecrated souls to leave the service of the Lord. Compromises is the key word here. The reason why Father Altman is scorned by so many is because he is direct and to the point and he says the church teaches it, we follow it. Full stop. In fact, his first major sermon that went viral, his other sermons, but this one was the major one, it was called, I believe, You Cannot Be a Catholic and a Democrat, period. Pretty straightforward. No compromises in that message. He said it. He scorned for it. This is what the devil wants. And he wants to push good priests to actually leave the priesthood, which thankfully Father Altman has no intention of doing. Now, as we conclude, we must remember that even though a lot of this seems like bad news, we have the good news, the gospel. As we know, the devil may have his hour or his time for a bit, but Christ will have his day. Also, we know from Our Lady of Fatima that her immaculate heart will triumph. So, please pray for Father Altman and Bishop Vigano, as well as all good priests and bishops, as there are still many of them. Pray the rosary every day, as Our Lady said, not just at Fatima, but other operations as well. If you have liked this video, please press the like button, hit the notification bell to subscribe to it so you can see our live broadcasts. Visit the website, which, which is in the description, to see what we have going on. And please, if you could, consider a donation. I'm Kennedy Hall. This has been the Kennedy Report. Until next time, God bless.